What's going on with your world? It's the homie Jay Bragg, the illustrious one. Yeah, the bandwagon radio in full swing. You know how we do this thing, man. Hit that bell, subscribe right now so you can get those notifications when we drop a new episode like this one right here. Now, the special edition of the rundown segment here on the bandwagon radio, where I myself, Jay Bragg, sits down with artists across the globe, give them a chance to open up about their music, their personal life, and you know for the end of the shows that we got to drop that new heat. Today, got a special guest on the phone lines. Introducing my man, Will Preston. Hey, how's it going, man? Glad to be with you tonight. Glad to be in the building. Yes, sir. Pleasure to have you on. Pleasure to have you on. Before we get started, let our listeners know where you're from. Where are you hailing from? Yeah, I'm calling in tonight from Atlanta, GA. ATL. ATL. It's great like that, man. Pleasure and an honor to have you on today. You got the new single, Of Course I Lied. We're going to talk about that single. Uh, at some point, I'm going to give you some feedback, what I thought about the record, just as an avid fan of music and the culture. And then uh, we'll play the record a little later on, of course, all right? Awesome, man. All right. Cool. First and foremost, man, uh, let's talk a little bit about your upbringing. Uh, so born and bred right there in the ATL? No, absolutely not. I'm actually from uh, Virginia. I grew up in okay. Virginia and uh, born and raised there. I uh, moved to Atlanta uh, around 2004. So I've been here for you know a good bit of time, but, but not born and raised there. Okay. So let's talk a little bit about VA and the roots there. What, uh, what do you think uh, growing up in that area and that market lended to you as your creativity um, as an artist? Yeah, you know, it's interesting. I mean, I grew up with a family appreciating and loving music, but I don't think that, uh, you, you know, my venture into music probably didn't truly blossom until I, I moved to Atlanta more fully. Um, it started to really blossom uh, when I was in college there in Virginia. But, you know, growing up, I, I grew up with a family who had a love and appreciation of music. Um, I speak often about my grandmother had a very large record collection and I, I would uh, just be amazed at the amount of records that she had but just her taste in music was so varied and so good and um, I would just often imagine myself on the cover of those albums as they were called back then and 
she listened to everybody from, you know, Aretha Franklin was her absolute favorite, hands down. And she uh, loved Al Green and Smokey Robinson and the Ohio Players and um, just so many great artists that I just had, you know, it was just, I was very fortunate to be around those sounds. And I, I think that even before I knew it or before I could really realize that probably was birthing a lot of, of that creativity that you speak of, it probably was brewing in me that whole time long before I knew that I ever wanted to pursue anything as it related to music on my own. Got you, got you. Okay. So now transitioning into Atlanta, GA, how long have you been there now, you say? I've been in Atlanta since 2004. Since 2004. So I could imagine uh, the culture that is immersed over you now going from Virginia to Atlanta. Talk about that transition. Yeah. So, you know, Atlanta was was great. I mean, it, it represented, you know, so much for the entertainment industry. When I came here, it was really bustling. And, and you know, uh, Jermaine Dupree and, and that whole crew had already done their thing here, Outcast. you know, and so it was just really a great space for creatives. So um, I, I was really next to a large city when I was there. I went to school out, right outside of D.C., and uh, so, so coming here wasn't a culture shock in that way, uh, but it certainly was a difference as it related to uh, entertaining, entertainment and, and meeting other creatives and just meeting so many people who were doing the same thing that I was doing and so many of the bonds and alliances that I formed just by, you know, meeting people after transitioning here. So the transition was easy. It was just... Um, it was just more of it. It was just a greater opportunity and just an opportunity to really, you know, get around the city and perform and to, you know, meet other creatives. And it just became this, this great thing that I, and I don't regret the move ever a day in my life. Yeah. I know a lot of people that, uh, you know, live in that Atlanta area, of course, being in the industry is definitely the black Hollywood, as they say. And, you know, it's a lot of yeah. network and a lot of business to be done there, music and entertainment wise. You know, I think a lot of people just kind of say that metaphorically, but I mean, it really is. I mean, really is so yeah. much here. Um, now you have Tyler Perry here with his mega studios yep. and you have so many shows being shot here. You have so many, um, you know, just creative people here. It really, truly is, uh, you know, and I hate to even refer to it as the Hollywood of the South because it really is its own thing. Atlanta is Atlanta and it should it should uh, earn the, the clout that it, it has. I mean, it, it really is its own special place no i definitely agree with that statement um it has definitely grown itself into being its own entity all right you, yep. you can try to you know compare it to hollywood in a sense um i think the black connection is the only part to hollywood it's like it's its own black hollywood <laughs> right i think that it, is the it's only its own thing and it's its own culture it's its own thing and right. it's um yeah but i can i get the comparison i totally get it but right. Culturally, it's it's totally different, and this just the way of life is different. <laughs> Definitely, a way of life is different down there, baby. <laughs> One time for all my AT aliens out there, man, all my fam, uh, a lot of supporters for the show are right there out of Atlanta, Georgia area, just Georgia in general. Um, so shout out to everybody out there, man. All right, so now you're in the ATL. Yeah, you're rubbing elbows with a lot of the majors, a lot of major artists out there, a lot of major labels, uh, influencers, DJs. You're able to put yourself right there in the spot, right in the, in the hot spot, in the hot seat, where you need to be, essentially, right? So now we've got this song, Of Course I Lied. Let's talk a little bit about this song. What was the purpose of this record? 
Yeah, so I guess in order to talk about this song, I have to go back a little bit in my catalog. I'm, I'm known really for ballads and love songs and, you know, everything love. So Will Preston's sound is really the sound of love. It's the soulful R&B sound. Um, and, and people are generally used to me singing about, you know, everything great about love, everything that is all the things that we dream about and want and expect in love. Um, this one is a little different. It's a little twist. The title, you know, even suggests it's a little provocative. So it's like a little devious. Um, of course, I lied. So it's like, what is what is he talking about? So it kind of takes a, a slight turn from, from what um, I'm used to singing about or typically people are used to hearing me sing about. Um, and it really just is about another side of love. You know, love is multifaceted. And it's great when everything is working well. It's great when we find that ride or die partner and we can go the rest of our lives and uh, live that wonderful happily ever after. But, you know, there's a reality for people in love, for some people in love that that doesn't exist, that doesn't happen. Um, and so, you know, there's a, there's another side of love. Someone leaves and someone stays behind. Um, so, of course, I lied. It's really, you know, it, it depicts a, a scenario in love, so to speak, where, you know, she's asking about the transgressions in the relationship and he's saying, you know, uh, didn't you have that intuition? Didn't you know? Um, I'm not, I don't really want to have this conversation with you. Um, but again, I don't totally let her off the hook either because in the song, he also says, you know, my silent cries you chose to ignore. So really both people are at fault for the demise of the relationship. But I just wanted to kind of capture that, um, just the essence of that particular aspect of love. And, you know, who knows, they might reconcile at some point, but this is something that's real and, and people deal with it, you know, all the time. Yes, sir. Agreed. Agreed. It is definitely an emotional record, uh, depending on how you're looking at it, from what angle. Um, yeah. So what was, since I brought that up being emotional, what, what type of feelings were you expecting from the listener? Is that what you were going for? Um, you know, so this is the thing. I, I, I'm often asked about, you know, how I write and why I write. Um, am I driven by any particular thing? And the answer is really no. I'm just driven from inspiration. I can't even tell you what prompted the thought of this scenario or what really prompted me to start writing this story, as I like to call my song. So it wasn't that, and I don't sit down to write with, um, you know, the listener in mind, so to speak. I just kind of write you know, what I'm feeling, what I'm inspired to. And I draw inspiration from so many things, whether it's something that I've been through or friends have been through or family or just strangers. I mean, you know, it, it, love is ubiquitous. So, you know, you're going to find a story anywhere. Um, and so I didn't really have any expectations of what people would think. Uh, and when I finished the song and I listened to the song and we were about to release the song, I did kind of wonder in that moment, um, you know, how people would receive it by it not being a traditional Will Preston song and the fact that, you know, most of my supporters and fans, are, they're female. So I kind of thought, you know, what, what are they going to think? But surprisingly, I have gotten so many responses and so many messages with people saying, you know, I've been in that situation, I can relate or just in some way. So I think it's one of those things that people realize that, you know, it might be a passing moment at some point in time, but if you've been in a number of relationships, you can relate to some aspect of what's going on in this song. Yeah, there's, there's definitely a lot of transparency in the record. Um, yeah. From from even the talk up, right, and the intro, uh, where you, right. like you said, you're pretty much letting it be known. Um, 
let, let me talk a little bit about the storytelling piece. I can tell that you're storytelling, that you like telling stories. Uh, what, what do you like most about storytelling? You know, it's just the way I write. You know, I, I, first of all, I've, I've always loved reading. So, you know, and I like to read a good book. And I guess maybe some of that kind of manifests and comes through in my songs. I just like for things to have a nice ride. So when I'm writing, I, I want people to be able to, you know, follow um, you know, follow a storyline and, and, and maybe even have their own um, video, you know, mental video as they're listening to my song um, to be able to just play out. So I've just always just kind of felt that a song should take you from point A to the end and you should really be able to ride with that and feel that and understand the emotion and, and the depth of where the writer is coming from. I mean, when I think about what I've always enjoyed, um, you know, as, as song people who are songwriters and singers are those people who sing those songs that depict stories like, you know, Gladys Knight, Midnight Train to Georgia, neither one of us uh, wants to be the first to say goodbye or, you know, Usher and you know, with his whole Confessions project. I mean, that was a big storybook. I mean, so I think about, um, I just like songs that tell stories. I've, I've just never been one to sit down and just create a melody and just throw words. Um, to me, it just has to have a flow and, and a story depicted there. Uh, dope, dope. My man, Weston has the new single, of course, representing right now out of Atlanta, Georgia, by way of Virginia. Uh, what about your style? Um, very unique style and sound. Uh, what do you attribute that to? Uh, you know, I can only attribute it to um, what resonates for me, I guess, and what I enjoy. And You know, R&B is who I am at the core. I mean, I think, or, or soul, I should say, soulful music. I think in the beginning, um, in the earlier days, we were very focused. I remember working with a producer on my first project, and we were just very focused and determined not to box me into a style. So we didn't want to be too far leaning to R&B. We wanted to keep it kind of AC or adult contemporary or even urban contemporary, uh, but not really be caged in. But I think that as I released more projects and just um, especially taking more of that creative control, it just has really leaned to really who I am. And that's a soulful R&B singer, R&B artist. You know, a lot of people say that, you know, R&B is dead or dying. Um, it really isn't. I mean, there are many of us out here who are singing this brand of music, um, you know, Avon is still around, Tank is still around, Joe is still around, Calvin Richardson, Eric Robeson. So, you know, there are plenty of us out here who still delve into the soulful ballads and even the upbeat R&B uh, tempo type songs. It's um, We're here, but I think that this is just true to who I am. I'm never trying to chase a trend or chase a fad. Um, I just have to be true to who I am as an artist. Well said, well said. Uh, before we go any further, let me give you a little feedback. Like I said, just being a fan of music and the culture, I wanted to give you some feedback of what I thought about the record. Uh, of course, I lied. Um, I thought it was a nice, smooth intro on this record. I, I, I like the talk up, like I said uh, before, the transparency. Uh, nice, smooth beat and production overall to accent the song and your vocals. Uh, soulful vibe. You mentioned that earlier, a very soulful vibe. Uh, and definitely I can hear this radio-wise and, you know, AC, urban AC, you, you touched on that. But I also hear it on other crossover platforms, too. So I don't think you're boxed in or limited to just those yeah. platforms. Well, good. I appreciate that feedback, man. It's awesome. 
My pleasure, my pleasure. Now, let me ask you this. Uh, what do you appreciate most about the writing and creative process? Because I can tell you're you're a serious writer. Like, you take this serious. You, you take it as a craft, I can tell. What yeah. do you appreciate most about that process? You know what I really appreciate most is when I look back on it. Because I don't know where I'm going. When I, when I sit down to write a song, or even sometimes in the studio, um, you know, of course, the, the melody has been developed, but you never know really where it's going to end and what it's going to end up. So I always really enjoy um, the full process, but, but most of all, just kind of seeing at the end, and, and I, I sometimes can say, wow, I didn't think I was going to go in that direction, or I didn't think that I was going to do that. Um, so even I kind of amaze myself sometimes just by in terms of the direction that things go. And so the amazement in the process for me is the fact that, you know, you like to think you're in control, but you 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 really, to some degree, are not in control. You're really kind of like a vessel um, and, and things really, you know, transpire as you move along. Things kind of open up, uh, you know, and, and your writing takes you you know, on a journey of its own. So that's probably what I enjoy the most is just the the air of suspense there for me and just wondering how it's going to turn out because it's never quite how I envisioned it to be. Okay. Once again, talking to Will Preston right now by way of Virginia, now residing in Atlanta, Georgia. New single, Of Course I Lied. Um, take us into the studio with you for a moment. Uh, what does that recording process look like for you? Now that we know the writing process, what does the actual recording process look like for you? Do you like a lot of people in the studio? You like it private sessions, you know, take us on a journey. Yeah, I've done both. And I'll tell you what I, what I like. First of all, I'll say that, um, <laughs> I love the, I love it all from A to Z, but the studio is the work. I always say the studio is, the work, that's where you're clocking in, that's where you're punching in, that's where you're doing the time. Um, so that's the labor uh, that's working towards the reward. Um, I've worked, I, I've done it with a lot of people in the studio and I, I do a lot of my own recording, but I can tell you that I enjoy my, when I'm recording myself because I can take my time. You know, I can spend, you know, eight hours on a song or I can spend a week on a song um, and I get it done and it's, it's to perfection in the way I envision perfection to be. Um, when I'm working with others, um, typically I'm on, you know, I'm on a schedule, I'm on a timeline. And so um, it's just that, you know, you're in there and you're producing and you have to get it done, you have to deliver, um, which works also. But, uh, you know, so I like it either way, but, you know, I'm a solo man, you know, a lot of the times and I, and I like it that way. Okay. Now, who are some people that deserve some acknowledgement or mentions for the help or support with the latest project? Oh, absolutely. I think, you know, family and friends for sure who have been there since the very beginning. I mean, people who have been supporting me since day one uh, without fail and uh, have always been there. I have fans who have been there from my very first project back in 2005. And, you know, they really keep me motivated and keep me moving to get in the studio and get right back to things and you know family is a little more laid back because they understand and realize that it, it takes a lot out of you to to do a project but they've always been right there fully supportive and rooting me on every step of the way but i'm thankful for those people who are always saying you know when are you going to do another project it's been you know xyz amount of time when are you going to get back in there and do it again um and of course the djs and the radio promoters and 
you know, all the people that I've worked with and managers and things um, over the year. And even if I've only worked with certain people at, you know, specific points in time for certain projects, you know, even down to people who distribute flyers before a show or something like that. It's, it's um, you know, it takes a village, man. It really takes a village to, you know, be successful in this in this business and whatever, you know, however way you define success. If you can't do it alone, um, it takes a lot of people. You bring to the table the gift, um, but it takes a lot of people to really uh, allow that that gift to blossom and uh, to be presented to the masses. And so I definitely don't don't take that for granted. I like to give artists a chance right there at some point in time to go ahead and, you know, give those acknowledgments, give those flowers, because it's not easy, right? Like, you need a village. Exactly, exactly. You can't do it alone. I don't care who you are. (laughs) Right. Now, you mentioned something uh, as you were giving your your thank yous, uh, and I think it it leads to this next question. Um, What, like, with the fact that there's so much going on, how do you stay focused? You know, you got people asking you, when is the new project coming out? When is, are you going to keep new music coming out? But, right, you're a li- you have a life, too, right? Like, you, you're an artist, yeah. but you're also a man, a person. You know, you have a life, you have friends, you have family, you have jobs, I'm sure. You know, ways to make money. So, you know, it's a lot going on. How do you stay focused and make time for yourself? How do you stay focused on the craft? Yeah, it's interesting. Um, I'm not someone who can just write because it's a scheduled time to write. Uh, I really have to feel the creativity. Um, I have to be in that zone to be able to do it. And so, you know, sometimes apologetically, uh, you know, I, I, I'm, I can't deliver music every time someone expects me to or wants me to release a song because, you know, it might be that the creativity is not there. I'm not in that in that space. I'm, I'm not ready to do it. Um, and like you acknowledged, I do have, uh, you know, other things that go that go on in my life. I'm, I'm an entrepreneur. I have an entrepreneurial spirit. And so, you know, there are a lot of other things that um, I do. But music is, is central and it's, it's something that, you know, I enjoy doing um, between my first project. Well, the first project and the second project, I think it was two years. But after that second project, it was probably seven or eight years before I released another. And then. Uh, maybe four or five after that, um, when I did my last one was at the beginning of 2021, I believe. So, um, and I'm working on a, a new project that's scheduled to be released later this year in September or beginning of October. So kind of, you know, set my own timelines. Um, and I just make sure that I, I have to do it though in that creative time frame. And usually, you know, creativity lasts, you know, it can last eight, nine months at a time. If, if I'm in the zone, if I've gotten myself amped up to do a project and to work on stuff and, you know, I'm starting to, you know, I'll orchestrate the collabs and get those lined up. And so my mind is ready and I'm, you know, I'm excited about the project. So like right now I'm in that space and time where, you know, I really want to get you know, those things done. And so, you know, that leads to many late nights and, you know, all that kind of thing, but it, it's exciting. But, but again, I have to be, I have to be ready for it and it has to make sense in conjunction with, with other things that are, that are going on at the moment. Right. Now, what would you say is your ultimate goal in this music industry as an artist? What, what do you really want to see happen with your career? <sighs> uh, I've been fortunate that I think that with every release, um, you know, my fan base increases, I get more notoriety. Um, and for me, it's never been about the notoriety. For me, honestly, it was really about just being able to release and express music. Um, when I realized that people enjoyed what my output 
that was a driving force, obviously, to continue to do that. Um, but just to be honest with you, it's, it's just really to continue to, you know, release music, appeal to people. Um, my fan base grows and wherever it takes me, I, I don't have a plan. I think that when people start to, I shouldn't say I don't have a plan. I don't have a, 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 I don't have a, a place that I say I have to get to, so to speak. Um, I think that uh, as long as I'm continuing to do it with the right motives, I don't want to be driven by, you know, flashing lights. I don't want to be driven by a certain amount of money or, or this award or that award, because then I think it waters down um, my delivery. It waters down, you know, the real meaning and the passion behind what I do. I want to be able to always enjoy what I do and not chase a dream or chase something, uh, but also have some some milestones and mentally in place that that I would like to attain at some point. And that really just comes with continuing to grow my fan base and, and grow my audience and presenting my music to different listeners, just like being here with you and your listeners tonight. Uh, many of them probably haven't heard of me. Some may have, but, you know, it's another opportunity for me to, you know, reach more people. Right. Definitely reaching out right now, tapping out, talking to my man Will Preston right now. Uh, how about any visuals for the new single, Of Course I Lied? Yeah, it would make for a very nice video. And I just uh, and we talked about that many times. I don't have we have a, a, a nice uh, visual lyric video out right now that really is uh, kind of animated and it's the depiction of what's going on. But I have not um, committed to a, a, a visual yet for this. To be honest, this this was really released as a kind of a placeholder, I guess, for um, the upcoming project. And so. When I released this, it really has gotten a lot more attention than initially I thought it would. There were there were a lot of people asking about, you know, releasing a product project and I, I wasn't ready to do a project, but you know, I had this single and I said, okay, this will be great to release this because it leads up to a project that will be coming out in September, October. And I wanted to really give people something to really, you know, marinate on and, and just enjoy. For a little bit of time and um so so i did not have a, a concept video plan for this but um you know I'm, I'm thinking about that now actually and so i've actually had talk last week um you know with the videographer and a couple of people just going over some concepts so it, it might just be coming <laughs> that's right man i definitely can uh i i i envision a visual for this one definitely i think not only telling the story uh via audio and and, and song but I think visually this one you could capture an audience or, or a broader audience just from telling the story, depicting the story visually, too. Yeah, I mean, you think about it, though. Would you do like a, a solo man kind of reflecting or would you actually play out the whole scenario? That would be kind of an intense video, but I guess you know, right, right. it would be good yeah. if we could pull that together. It's going to it's gonna play off our heartstrings and emotions, you know, the visual yeah. side, too. Hit them from exactly. all angles, brother. That's what I say. <laughs> right. so talk to us man what's what's up and coming for will preston what, what should our listeners be on the lookout for you know you got the yeah, project so you said september october what else is coming yeah so look out for that i mean that's gonna be my big thing that's right now when i'm in uh you know recording mode that's kind of where i am and that's kind of where i stay um i might do i have a couple of things uh performances coming up here and there but nothing uh that's going to take me on the road uh as of yet kind of some local things um here in the city of atlanta um just because i need to keep the calendar clear uh because i need to record i know that i'm, I'm committed to this and i have to get this project done and, and ready for release by the end of september but then after that uh 
full-on promo, going out, you know, meeting people, performing, and uh, I'm just looking forward to it. And, and uh, you know, you're in Charlotte, so hopefully I'll get uh, there your way and get to see your people. Come on out, man. Come on, see us right here in the metro, man. Charlotte, North Carolina. <laughs> we waiting on you, baby. And we enjoy and appreciate that good, you know, R&B, live music. That type of energy works in this market anyway. So yes. we definitely will welcome you to the city, man. Come on through. Awesome. <laughs> so go ahead and give out that social media real quick so our listeners can tap in with you. And if they are looking to book you and bring you to the city, go ahead and give out that social media right quick. Absolutely. Definitely connect with me. I'm most active on socials uh, by way of Instagram. So my Instagram is the Will Preston, T-H-E-W-I-L-L-P-R-E-S-T-O-N. Uh, Twitter, the Will Preston. Um, uh TikTok is Yep, The Will Preston. That's Y E P. The Will, no, it's Yep, Will Preston. I think it is. Yep, The Will Preston. Yeah, Yep, The Will Preston. Uh, Facebook is uh, Will Preston Music. Uh, My website is uh, www.willpreston.com. And then, of course, just Google me. You're going to find my stuff. All my music is on every platform where you can stream music. You know, I have a catalog at this point. I'm so proud to say, you know, you can find me. Four albums deep and even some other things that I've collabed on with other people are out there. So, you know, if, if you look for me, if you look for me, you're going to find me and uh, you can become acquainted with my sounds and hopefully keep up with me and um, be on the journey for the next the next chapter. There it is, man. It's been a pleasure and an honor talking to you, Will Preston. Uh, before I let you go, I'm going to go ahead and let you introduce the new single right now for our listeners. Absolutely. I'm Will Preston. This is my latest single, Of Course I Live. Check it out. That's right, you're hearing it for the first time right now on the Bandwagon Radio. Do me a favor, turn it up. Let go. Tell you the truth. Of course I lie. <laughs> I mean, isn't that intuition thing? Like, isn't that real? Of course I lie. So maybe I just assumed that you knew all the time. Of course I lie. I'm really not trying to have this conversation I thought we would fade away without the altercation now I'm faced with the option of telling it all well maybe I forgot I don't want to recall but you're asking me for the answers you need of course I did you think I'd tell the truth about the Best of 
So now 